0: Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Fertility in Focus podcast. I'm your host, Christina Burns, doctor of Eastern medicine and holistic fertility expert. In these weekly sessions, I'll be bringing you the best of advice on nutrition, lifestyle, and natural medicine to optimize your fertility. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey, everyone. We're getting real on this one. I did a dive into this and it really was alarming. Uh, We're going to be talking about like EMFs, electromagnetic fields and electronics and our fertility and just like general health. It, it, you know, it's funny. I was reading the research from this researcher from Berkeley and he was saying that he's been researching this for years and publishing, but no one cares. And because we're so addicted to our cell phones, but you know, I feel like you got to know, and, and it'll shift your behavior maybe even a little because even tiny little shifts make a difference. And it's not just cell phones, um, but I would say that's probably the major culprit these days. But let's get into, you know, what these EMFs are, what they do, the research. This session is a little research heavy because... You know, I definitely don't want you to think this is a woo-woo topic. It's not at all. It's actually pretty well documented. It's just, again, you know, I, I agree with this guy at Berkeley. Uh, people don't want to hear it because this is one area that people find really hard to change. Like, we are very reliant on technology these days, and there's very little regulation around our exposure to EMFs in this country as compared to others. So let's dive in. More than 3 billion people are exposed to human-made electromagnetic fields every day. In the digital age, they're almost impossible to avoid. I mean, unless you decide to go live in a cave. You absorb EMFs from most technology. Power lines, your cell phone, computer, tablet, television, Wi-Fi, router, Bluetooth, microwave, pretty much anything that uses batteries or electricity. Now, there's also naturally occurring ones. So since the beginning of the universe, the sun has sent out waves that create EMFs or radiation. At the same time, the sun sends out EMFs, we can see its energy radiating out in visible light. At the turn of the 20th century, electric power lines and indoor lighting spread across the world. Scientists realized that the power lines supplying all that energy to the world population were sending off EMFs, just as the sun does naturally. Over the years, scientists learned that many of the emerging electrical appliances also created EMFs. As the medical world advanced, much of its diagnostic treatment equipment, like imaging devices for x-rays, CT scans, ultrasounds, were also found to make EMFs. Radiation exists across what's called the electromagnetic spectrum. This radiation ranges from high energy, called high frequency, On one end of the spectrum to low energy or low frequency on the other end of the spectrum, and then there's some that fall in the middle. High energy includes x rays, gamma rays, and some higher energy ultraviolet rays. I mean, this is one of the reasons why x rays are not recommended during pregnancy. And I'll get more into that too. This is ionizing radiation, meaning that this energy can affect cells on the atomic level by removing an electron from an atom or ionizing it. So it literally is affecting the cells. Ionizing radiation can damage the body's DNA and cells, which may contribute to genetic mutations and cancer. So we're talking about altering the DNA and that's, that's deep. You know, when we think about issues with sperm, we think about the DNA fragmentation when there's eggs, like those are the deep, like kind of source of life, both in maintaining our own lives and in creating new life. On the other end of the spectrum is extremely low frequency or ELF radiation. This is a type of non-ionizing radiation. It can move atoms around in the body or make them vibrate, but most researchers agree it's not enough to really damage DNA or cells. A small amount of EMF exposure is fine. In fact, the earth has its own electromagnetic field and the natural EMFs you absorb keep your cells running properly. I believe that for the most part with, you know, a healthy amount of sunlight, for example. The problem is in the modern world, you absorb way more EMF from technology than your body evolved to tolerate. And and maybe we'll evolve past it, but you know, there's stuff to show us that we haven't, that it's actually affecting us. With Wi-Fi and cell phones and computers as widespread as they are today and as close as we keep them to our body 24 hours a day, EMFs are, are, are pretty much toxifying us. The International Agency for Research on Cancer has classified non-ionizing EMFs in the radio frequency group 2B as a possible human carcinogen. A possible human carcinogen is a possible cancer-causing agent. These fields are produced by electronic products, again, like cell phones, smart devices, tablets, um, and the other things that I had recommended. One of the things that made me interested in this topic is that I once had a patient, she was a Stanford professor, who had had like a brain injury in a car accident. And And she was actually trying to get pregnant. But that aside, uh, after the accident, suddenly she started to be very sensitive to EMFs. So very sensitive to technology, very sensitive to cell towers, to the point where she actually ended up leaving New York City and moving to the middle of the country for obvious reasons. New York is full of, <laughs> of this type of frequency, and it felt better. She would, When she was exposed to too much of it, she would get terrible migraines and other physical symptoms, and, and there's actually a lot of information out there. Now, for most of us, it's t- causing changes in our cells that we're not actually aware of. Uh, I know personally, if I sit in front of a computer for a long time, or if I'm on my phone for a long time, I feel quite agitated and disoriented. Like I just feel a bit more ADD, um, ADHD, like just like jumpy and annoyed. And, And if I put my cell phone to the side for the day or half the day, I feel so different, particularly if I can get into some nature. So the the current International Agency for Research on Cancer evaluation from 2011 pointed to a possible link between this radiation and cancer in people, particular glioma, a malignant type of brain cancer. Uh, brain cancer was what it was most associated with, but it kind of makes sense if we were holding our cell phones to our heads. I imagine those little ear pods do the same thing. And similarly, if like we, holding a cell phone to our head is causing changes of cells up there enough to cause a cancer, I would imagine that having our phones near our reproductive organs is probably not ideal. The research that, are, sure, that I talked about before, Joel Moskowitz, at the School of Public Health and director of the Center for Family and Community Health at UC Berkeley, stated that cell phones, cell towers, and other wireless devices are regulated by most governments. But our government stopped funding research on the health effects of radio frequency radiation in the 1990s. I found that kind of interesting. Ladies, I have worked for years to put together a guidebook for this crazy fertility journey. It's called the ultimate fertility guidebook. It contains all of my secrets, my hacks, everything to do with herbs, supplements, how to integrate acupuncture into your fertility treatment, how to eat for your cycle, how to eat for IVF, basically everything, natural fertility and IVF, how to understand your hormones, how your body works, what mindfulness practices to do, how to exercise, everything is contained within these 300 pages, and it is now available for sale on Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Target, Walmart, and all the other online outlets and in stores. So possible symptoms related to EMFs include Headache, tremor, dizziness, memory loss, loss of concentration, as I mentioned, what happens to me, and sleep disturbance. I totally notice that if I'm on my phone at night trying to fish stuff up or on my computer, my sleep is crap. Uh, I really recommend good sleep hygiene and good sleep hygiene for like hormone health, and, and cell phones are the devil, um, and so are laptops. Even if you're doing the blue light, which is slightly better. And TV's not good either, by the way, like it's just flashing lights, stimulating your brain and messing things like messing back, messing up hormonal feedback systems. But, but you're going to actually hear about that next. So female fertility and EMFs as a woman, one of the best markers of fertility is your number of ovarian primordial follicles. These follicles store healthy, immature eggs in your ovaries, releasing them during ovulation throughout your life. The more follicles you have, the more eggs your ovaries are keeping in reserve A 2015 study that found that EMF exposure causes follicles to decrease rapidly, essentially destroying egg stores at a faster rate than usual and reducing your odds of pregnancy. And even if you do get pregnant, EMFs still may be a threat. A 2016 study found that women in Tehran had a higher risk of spontaneous miscarriage after exposure to EMFs. One study looked at how EMF exposure can impact the secreting activity of the penile gland. This gland is located, located in your brain and produces melatonin, among other hormones. EMFs can suppress the release of melatonin, most famous for its connection to sleep, but also a key factor in regulating other hormones. And by the way, melatonin is an antioxidant and it helps with the egg quality. The domino effect basically ends up reaching the reproductive system and, you know, melatonin regulates the other hormones, which could then affect the gonadal sex steroids, which are your, you know, hormones of reproduction, estrogen, progesterone, testosterone. And so it'll just kind of start to impair these feedback systems. Another study found that exposure to certain frequencies will impact follicle growth. Follicles are important because these have the potential to to release the eggs to be fertilized. And I will say if I have patients going through you know, a pretty crazy work period where they're always in front of their laptop and on their cell phone. I don't see great IVF success and I have strategies to help with that, but, you know, if you can control it, please do. Uh, It makes a difference. The researchers exposed mice in this last one. So the one that found that it impacted follicle growth and that remember IVF or even producing your own egg, follicle growth is essential. So if you're having eggs that are not doing so well, like think about this stuff So the researchers exposed mice to extremely low-frequency EMFs with wavelengths between 33 and 55 hertz. They concluded that this exposure may affect the reproductive potential. Uh, This would happen by reducing the capacity of the follicles to reach the stage where they release healthy eggs for fertilization. So basically, not allowing the eggs to mature. Any, Any of you that have gone through IVF know that mature eggs are pretty essential to having IVF success other researchers discovered that emfs accelerate the process of apoptosis in the ovaries of rats apoptosis is a is a form of programmed death of cells that is part of a normal growth and development of your body however when it's accelerated like that it makes you have a bunch of die off of cells. And really when we're trying to like anti-age the ovaries or improve egg quality and improve fertility, we don't want increased cell death. We want to reverse this process and, and make the cells more alive and healthy. And so, you know, this kind of cell death leads to things like basically affecting the, the uterine lining, the stromal cells of the uterus and and fallopian tubes, the egg cells, and so on. Many studies have shown EMF radiation can cause oxidative stress in cells, which is related to many issues in the body concerning oxidative changes to female reproductive system. One study looked at the effects of continuous EMF exposure on female rats. When exposed to the radiation, the total oxidant stress levels of the cells changed. Oxidative stress can damage cells, cell proteins, and DNA, as stated before. Uh, The study basically indicated that EMF radiation exposure caused physiological changes in ovaries, fallopian tubes, uterine tissue um, due to the oxidative damage. Let's talk about men. They have those cell phones in their pockets and they often have their laptop on their lap or they're just with it all the time. And there's actually more research on men, by the way. It's like more... Let's say accepted that that cell phone usage and laptop usage and exposure to EMFs is like really bad for male fertility. And in the you know, journey to parenthood, the health of the sperm plays a role. No matter what, you know, sometimes is indicated by your fertility center, like it takes two. Just because they're able to inject sperm into an egg and make it fertilized doesn't mean you're gonna have a healthy embryo. You know, if you're having unexplained infertility, you're not good success with things, like we have to look at the male side of things too. In the recent, this this is actually like part of the scary thing, and I did a podcast separately on this, but there's been a concerning trend emerging in general, and it's been a global decline in sperm count and quality, and this significant drop has happened over the past fifty years. Basically, like the sperm has the sperm count and quality has like been cut in half, plummeting from ninety nine million sperm per milliliter of semen to about 47 million per milliliter. The staggering decrease raises questions about underlying uh, causes and their implications. Cell phone radiation increases testicular proteins that are related to carcinogenic risk and reproductive damage. It lowers testosterone production. So by the way, if your guy has trouble performing, this is not good for them in that way either. Um, It reduces sperm motility, which is its ability to swim, and the physical structure of the sperm cells. Let's dive into some more research in case, I hope you're not sleeping yet, um, because I know the research can be dense. A 2011 study revealed that use of laptop computers connected to Wi-Fi decreases sperm motility and increases sperm DNA fragmentation. A 2008 U.S. study finds that the use of cell phones reduces sperm count, motility, viability, and normal morphology of sperm in men. A 2009 study confirms that cell phone radiation leads to oxidative stress in human semen and determines that keeping a cell phone in pockets around the area of the genitalia can negatively impact male fertility. The medical journal Fertility and Sterility published a study showing that EMFs directly impact DNA and reproductive organs and tissues, especially since there is no kind of bone or anything to, to block the, the transmission of these EMFs, and it's a fragile area. In the study, one group of sperm samples from healthy men were studied under a, uh, under a laptop connected to the internet via Wi-Fi. Um, The second group was used as a control and incubated under the same conditions without being exposed to the laptop. It showed 25% of the sperm was no longer active compared to 14% of sperm samples stored at the same temperature over the same period of time and away from the computer. Also, 9% of the sperm showed DNA damage, three times the damage experienced by the comparison samples. A striking finding from a study uh, that was done in Switzerland with men aged 18 to 22 spanning from 2005 to 2018 was a higher risk of reduced sperm concentration um, and count among heavy cell phone users. Men who use their cell phones over 20 times a day were significantly more likely to have lower sperm concentration and counts than those who use them less frequently. I mean, I feel like it's enough information, but... Let's just go even further. Tim Ferriss, known for his entrepreneurial insights in the book, The 4-Hour Workweek, um, he actually reported that he had a sperm issue and connected it to his, I think it was probably part of the inspiration for his book, and connected it to cell phone and laptop usage. And so he cut back, and then his sperm bounced back to normal. Um, Dr. Andrew Huberman, who has that podcast that's like four hours per session, good for him, and everybody who listens to it, <laughs> um, talked about EMFs and lowering testosterone levels. And testosterone is like muscles, it's erections, it's sperm quality. And so you know he noted there's a, there's a connection between the EMFs and that. Ben Greenfield, a fitness expert, also addressed the EMFs, um, particularly related to cell phones and other electronics, and how they damage the mitochondria of the cell. Remember, when we're working on sperm and eggs, the mitochondria of the cell is huge. That's why CoQ10 is so important. Anyway, so Ben Greenfield also talked about the research around um, this radiation and chronic diseases, as well as the brain tumors mentioned earlier. So what are you going to do? You're going to have more breaks from your technology. (laughs) And so here's a breakdown. Avoid keeping your cell phone on your physical body. Pocket bra belt. Put it in a bag if possible. One that has like a hard kind of shield around it. Maybe put it in like if you're going to wear it in your pocket or on your body, like maybe you can put it in some kind of cover that's a bit more shielding. Probably some of those like EMF Um, reducing products have something like this. I actually haven't looked at it. Uh, Turn off your Bluetooth when you're not actively using it. Turn off your Wi-Fi in your house before bedtime and when you're not using it. Don't sleep. Honestly, like, and how much do we really need Wi-Fi? Like you have a hotspot on your phone, but anyway, don't sleep with your cell phone next to your head. Don't even sleep to it with it close to your head. Never put your laptop directly on your lap. Unplug devices and appliances after use designate technology, free time daily or weekly. I think this is the most important thing. Set daily limits on mindless device time, <laughs> social media, YouTube. I mean, you gotta be honest with yourself about how much you're doing this. And I'm telling you, your mental health will improve dramatically when you like, cut back on it. Um, de- even delete the social media. I actually am like actively going to be doing posts on like, put down your cell phone, put it down. <laughs> um, spend more time outdoors. Uh, nature is full of EMF mitigating negative ions. Woohoo! See you next time. I'm really happy you've tuned in and joined the community. And I'm so excited to bring you more helpful content with each episode. In order to make this podcast as helpful as possible, I wanna hear your input on what questions you need answered to get you feeling empowered on your fertility journey. You can DM me on Instagram at at Naterna underscore life or at naturally CB to share your most important fertility related questions. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please follow and share with friends. My mission is to help as many women and couples as possible. And for that, I need your help. Yours as always in love and light, Dr. Christina.